Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go once again from a championship parade in downtown Kansas City. It's Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap, right around 20th and Grand at Hotel Indigo, broadcasting from their patio out front. And uh, we're going to be with you until 2 o'clock throughout the parade today. We're about, what, 45 minutes or so from the scheduled start time of the parade. And this year, the staging area is a little bit different than the past. They used to stage up at River Market. Yep. Cody, they're going to stage over at the downtown KC uh, Mo Airport. Uh, and then they'll work their way past us and all the way down to Union Station, which is where, as we all are used to these days, Union Station Rally is uh, really where everything's going to take place. And that'll be closer to 1 o'clock. We're going to have that all live for you over the next couple of hours. Uh, as a reminder at Hotel Indigo, we're at the bar is open. Oh, yes, it is. I've seen some people take advantage. I might take advantage myself a little later on. <laughs> and there's waters and sna- water and snacks inside the building. They've been incredibly accommodating. And also, yes, it's awesome to be out here again at a parade. It is gorgeous, man. Automatically busier than it was last year already. At this same time last year, or even, I think, when we were a couple of buildings down, for the very first one against uh, out of Miami, they, I don't, this feels busier too at this stage of the parade. It's packed down here. It's going to be an awesome time. And again, we'll describe the things we see. Right now, you might be hearing some cheering in the background. You're like, yeah. what could they be cheering about? The parade hasn't started. Across from us is a group of condos, and they are cheering as a football gets tossed <laughs> up each balcony until it reaches the top. You get the big cheer if they reach the actual top. It's happened it, a couple of times. It has. There's five There's five floors, and so anything to entertain yourself, right? There's people are throwing footballs across one side of the barricade to the other. Uh, I even saw some of the, the law enforcement that, of course, is part of making today uh, po- possible, uh, throwing some footballs with fans. Everybody's in a great mood. How can you not? And you're right, the weather changes the, the mindset, too, for this one. I think oh, there's a course. lot of people that, of course, decided uh, to come out that maybe didn't make it to the other two parades. Not only to, to experience a parade with their family for maybe the first time if they haven't come the prior years, but the weather helps. We're actually in the sun now, so it's it's really it feels great. great. And it's, I, I should have brought the sunglasses. I dropped the ball. I didn't think in February I would need to be bringing out the sunglasses, but Sorry. here we are in Kansas City. So we're going to have a ton of fun throughout the show, and our parade coverage is brought to you by Gates Barbecue, Trailside RV Center of Grain Valley, Hy-Vee, and Whisper ISP. And a little bit later on uh, today, obviously, uh, we'll, we'll let you know once uh, the players start moving this way. we got an hour until that's going to happen. So I, I do want to talk about what prior to the start of this parade is still the biggest news going on right now besides the championship celebration all day today. And that is what, I don't know, six plus eight blocks from here, potentially, could, yeah, four years. We, we could be from the next Royal Stadium. After that announcement was official, you heard it right here on 610 Sports Radio that they are going to select and did select the Crossroads site, and it's going to be just south of T-Mobile. So. Yeah, yeah. look, um, initially upon seeing the renderings, I tried to take it all in. I didn't, like, fire off a take on social media last night about it. I simply retweeted their stuff and then just kind of waited to think about how I honestly felt because the renderings themselves, I think, really work. I like the pedestrian crosswalk that takes you from Power and Light into that area. This is the smallest footprint out of any of the stadium sites that they've talked about. That includes Clay County. That includes the eastern, the, the, the East Village site that they decided not to go with. So 
It's the smallest footprint, which feels like it's shrinking the size of their project a little bit. But the big crossway with the 670 overpass project that's going to make that a park, the visuals are very good. I, I can't blame you for thinking this site works, especially with an already entertainment district. Like I told you yesterday, they're trying to get as like close to 18th and Vine as they can with like the area in which they're going to improve without fully being there, if that makes sense. They're trying to bridge a gap between that part of town and the eastern side of it. That's what they wanted. The hesitations I have are the ones that you would expect. Stinks that you're going to kick out these small businesses, right, that they're not going to have a say. They're inside the district, and whether they choose to just sell to the Royals or fight back, that's kind of the choice. But the vision for the stadium I like. I think the vision for the stadium itself is very cool. The, the renderings, I think, unlike the East Village site, do have a little bit more of a wow factor because of that green space in the park that ultimately is going to be Make capped, it completely unique capped over 670. And we know there's already that's been in the works before the stadium. The difference is if this all goes to plan and there's no, you know they got four years to figure this thing out and obviously it's got to pass in in April and the expectation yeah. is that it will. Uh, but they're going to extend that cap all the way past T-Mobile Center, past the, the Royal Stadium, which is or initially that cap over 670 was only going to be four blocks. Yep. Um, and so seeing the rendering that includes that huge pedestrian walkway, which basically you would be able to walk from, and I'm, I'm looking at T-Mobile Center from right where we're at, so yeah, walk from, from T-Mobile Center across right to whatever they're going to call the new place, Kauffman Stadium, whatever it's going to be called. Uh, that, that to me was a wow factor, seeing those fountains that they would have ideally right there. Like th This presented something that the, to me, the East Village didn't have from that standpoint. You're right on one thing, though. We had talked about this for the last month. The, the one question that, that I had uh, for the site here that they're now going to select is you already have certain businesses that are established. And as you yeah. said, 20 different property owners they're going to have to negotiate with to, to sell uh, their property. 20 property owners doesn't mean 20 businesses. It, it, it's, it's more than 20 businesses, uh, perhaps. And those are going to be tough decisions that have to be made for those individual property owners and obviously we'll see hopefully they can all come to a mutual agreeable thing and it doesn't have to go you know eminent domain or anything like that hopefully not yeah you would, um, you would no. hope not um but i mean in these cases sometimes a couple because because east village you know you, you didn't really have you wouldn't have no. to kick anybody out now the not much the, the argument on the on the flip side to that is probably that you already have power and light here and so why not just expand Maybe not the same size district as they once were talking about, but it still is going to have a hotel. It's still going to have condos. It still will have some restaurants. Maybe not to the full scale that we were once talking about, though, with the East Village and the Clay County. No, again, site. this is 27 square acres or something. It's it's about 10, or I don't know what it was, like 20, 25% smaller than the East Village and quite a bit smaller, obviously, than the Clay County. I, the, yeah, I believe 18, I thought 18 acres. I mean, was it's the 18 to 18, 27. I'm getting it mixed yeah. up. Sorry. So about a third smaller than the previous location. And look, that's fine. It's okay that they want to shrink it. I did think, like, in the business stuff, it does stink. Look, so we've got kids in front of us because this is a parade. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. So, so um, let's just say, remember, we had a thing on this show. We're going to figure out a way to talk about this class, like, with class. How about this? I've only been to one, two, let's call it one, let's call it SC. That's what my friends no, call it in front of their kids. Adult entertainment venue. Uh-huh, uh -huh. yeah. Further known on this show is SC. Uh -huh. I went to one SC one time <laughs> with my uh, wife. In November, as you recall, that I told you about on the show. I wasn't happy about this. It's going to close. You were supposed to do it with the show. Did I kill their business? Uh, I don't know. I went one I'm, time I'm, and they're going to close? I'm glad you got to experience it once. Now, there's four years. You've still got multiple trips you can make, man. you got four years. Well, till I mean, it'll tear down before I four know, years. I understand. Like, probably got like a year before. You, you might have a year or two. They want to have shovels in the ground starting, you know, ideally, early next year if they want to have opening day. And by the way, that was confirmed again. Their opening day target for this new ballpark is, is April, March of 2028. And, and for that to happen... They got to get all this this property stuff settled, and, and they got to get shovels in the ground in early 2025. But yeah, maybe uh, I don't know. Temptations, you might have, uh, you know, Cody, you, you, you might have been one of the last tough. patrons. You know, one of the last patrons. I that, may have that. been, you know, one of the last few to enter those doors at I don't know midnight or whatever the hell it was. Uh huh. Um, okay, we talk about parking in a minute because I we'll know get to, that's a huge topic. I, yes, it is the number one concern of every single everyday fan. So I'm, I'm not, not going to ignore it. And I'm not surprised. We expected that. And I say I we just because I, I, I've talked about my experience in other cities doing radio and other projects, specifically with stadiums, and it's always the number one thing. But let me first address the thing that was at least the most interesting to me. The Royals are getting ready to build this brand-new, state-of-the-art ballpark downtown if the voters approve in April. Yes. They're going to build the smallest venue 
in all of professional baseball. Only 34,000 seats. It's smaller than Kauffman currently is. It would be the smallest stadium, as I said, in the sport. I, you're going to think I hate, I love it. Yeah. I've been telling you, Golden, you can vouch for this. I've been telling you for years that this is what all sports venues should be doing. They should be going smaller because of just the capacity for entertainment in our lives. Yes, it stinks for when things are up and everybody wants a ticket and there's only 34,000 seats. I understand the problems that come with that. But this is the way that I think sports venues should go. Not bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Find a number that works for you and stay there. So I think this is the trend, to your point, that you're going to see across sports more, uh, which is especially in a, let's realize a smaller, right? It's one of the smallest markets in all baseball. Yeah. And it's one of the smallest cities or the smallest that has two professional teams, or at least an NFL and, a, and an MLB team. And so 34,000, maybe 34,500. Um, I, I expected there to be a dip. I think that number is interesting. And yeah, in the, in, in the big years where you're going on playoff runs, would it be nice to have 50,000 or something? Sure. Um, but in majority of time across baseball, especially in a market this size, you're 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 not cover you're not filling thirty four thousand even on a nightly basis. I also so, think it'll make it feel uh, more intimate. That, you know, like you, the sure. stadium will feel a little tighter. You'll Heck, feel like we you have plenty of space, no good, no bad seats, that kind of thing. We were just in Vegas at Elysian Stadium, different sport, different city, but that's a small that small capacity wise. It's yeah. small. I think it's only fifty thousand seats for an NFL stadium there, but ten thousand for suites. Yeah. So if, if you're thinking about it from that perspective i believe a lot of the newer stadiums across all sports are going to be a little lower in the capacity level and we don't know like there's all 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 the the renderings were exterior we have eventually as time goes on we'll find out what is the actual inside of the stadium truly going to look like we saw uh, a lot of fountains so and that's key a a video board but not a crown vision a lot of people wanted the the fountains yeah the crown vision that's they've been pretty consistent on that that that's just not something from a footprint that they were going to include um one thing i did also like in the rendering and then we can talk about parking because i know what your number one transportation Yep. And then we can describe the scene here more. Again, we are at Hotel Indigo broadcasting from the parade route. It is packed. I think this is as busy as I've seen it at this stage. It's already, what, what you call that three deep, four deep already? Yeah, we got thir- we got 45 minutes until the 11 o'clock start time for this parade, and it is already, yeah, four, maybe, five maybe deep. Maybe five, yeah. Yeah, I mean, normally these pathways stick here for a little bit, but you can see it filling up the entire parade route down. So we'll keep talking about that. Um I guess, you know what, I was going to move to something else, but let's talk parking. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think, so there's a couple of things. I think the Royals are being disingenuous by just saying, hey, there's 40,000 parking downtown, and there's only, whatever it is, 20,000. 26. 26,000 at the stadium. That is is one of those, everyone took a stats class where the first thing the stats teacher told you was, I can make any stat seem good if I want it to be. That is factually a correct number they are giving you. It is in... In relationship to how it functions, just not true. The 40,000 at the stadium, or the 40,000 here, function far less well than the 26,000 that exist there. The one thing, and, and especially like, boy, if you want to say about those seats and like Arrowhead, it's a total nightmare. Don't ever be like, well, we can barely get people in here. There's going to even be more. I don't, I think it'll be, I, look, I think it'll be harder. I think you have to walk more. I think you have to shuttle more. I think you have to ride share more. I think you have to count on improvements i would like improvements in the city from a public transit perspective with more ways to get down here that aren't in a car but i also think that you'll figure it out like you'll learn the methodology it takes to get to a downtown ballpark and if you've been to one there is some maneuvering and cost that comes with it but you do get accustomed to it is it i think you said it well for the most part there i would agree with everything you said cody just there's going to be a different feel and experience yeah when it comes to how you get to the game and how you park. And the questions are fair. I think any panic uh, and freak out is, is a little unnecessary. One, we're four years away. But you're right, there's more nuance to the numbers. But the numbers are that there's 40,000 downtown parking spaces and there were 26,000 or are 26,000 at the Truman Sports Complex. And I recognize that there are businesses other than those involved with what the future Royal Stadium will be that will be using some of those spots. I recognize that there will be some nights where there are other events going on downtown. So I think that, that is very fair to bring, to bring that up. I also think sometimes, though, we hear a number – and we assume that, let's say, there's 30,000 at a baseball game, it doesn't mean you need 30,000 parking spots. Correct. You know, there are people that, you know, if, you know, you have, uh, at, you know, two people, three, four people maybe in your car. Some people are going to ride share, as you, you described. The street, sh- the street uh, car will be fully expanded 
you know, the plaza by 2028. It's going to be much sooner than that, as a matter of fact. But you can theoretically park at the plaza, take the streetcar in, park at River Market. I'd love to see them take it to River Market. You know, like, I'd love to take it just further and further. Well, we know they are going to expand it to where the KC Current Stadium is. That's not done yet, but by 2028 it will be done. There will be other options. I I think you said it right, as as I mentioned, about... The experience in the walking, it's going to be different. Is it going to be it as is. simple as you pulling into one giant lot and walking, by the way, still sometimes 10 minutes at, if oh, you're yeah. further back? Yeah, it's not It's not going to be the same. Are you going to have to maybe plan out where you're going to try to park ahead of time? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not acting like you're just pulling into one giant lot. It's not what we're used to, and I and I, and I get it. Change That's, sucks. It does. We're, we're, we're comfortable with what we, we're, yeah. we do on a regular basis. It will be different for all of us. We are all going to have to learn in a different way, but I, to me, the... The overall game day experience, once everybody figures out the difference and what, what that entails, and we're all going to learn this together, but I do know what, what a downtown ballpark experience is like. I, that I, I can't speak to what exactly it's going to 100% look like in Kansas like City, but I, I have, as you have as well, Cody, I have been to Chicago and Wrigleyville yeah. and, and Wrigley Field. I've been to Denver and Coors Field, downtown parks. You've been to Minneapolis. I haven't been to that one. I've heard great things. Too. We have been to downtown baseball games. The idea... That on a Saturday at 6 o'clock at night, it's a 6-10 first pitch on 6-10 Sports Radio. You know, Vern's doing his pregame. He's not going to be on until closer to, to first pitch. But guess what? It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a beautiful day in and Kansas you're already City. Done? And I'm already downtown. I'm spending money. I'm going to have lunch, late lunch. I'm going to go have some drinks. And then it's like 5.30 and I'll walk in the stadium. Yep. We'll have a great time. And the Royals win. And we walk out. And instead of saying... I'm not going to go to that Taco Bell across the street. You know what? Why don't we hang down here and why don't we actually go to another bar and hang Before out and spend some Uber more money. And then Uber back home and call it a night. Yeah. All day type of event. That's what you can do with downtown baseball. I want to give a little bit of news that I missed because our internet connection is okay. spotty at best. Ten minutes ago, it was announced by Ian Rappaport, fresh off the Super Bowl victory. Guess who got a little extension? Steve Spagnola. Now, look, well I... Of course it's well-deserved. Are we kidding? He's he's a major reason why this team is a Super Bowl champion this year. He's a major reason why other teams were able to be Super Bowl champions. That makes all the sense in the world. And, look, it's not going to stop him if some team comes and banging on the door for a potential, you know, head coaching opportunity down the road, if that ever happens for Spags, by the way, which we've talked about. May not. That might be something that just never comes his way again. But if not, why wouldn't he stay here forever? We talked about this with Nagy. If you're not going to get a head coaching job, wouldn't you just prefer to be the Kansas City Chiefs defensive coordinator forever? He already has an argument gold for best defensive coordinator of all time. So, yeah, I, there mean, ha- I don't believe there's been a coordinator, right, that's been solely a coordinator that gets in as a coordinator of the Hall of Fame, but he's going to have a very, very strong case. It's going to be like his, a six-time Super Bowl champion. His career is over. And you time. can tell the, the level of the players, not only respect, but the relationship he has, a very personal yes. relationship. In Spags, we trust T-shirts. And, and I think for Kansas City, this is why when we talk dynasty, which is what they are now as we sit here for another On parade. On the parade route looking at this? Uh, and, yeah. And this parade gets started in, what, 30 minutes or so as we're located on 20th and Grand right now. And at some point, it'll be later than that when they pass by us. But in the 11 o'clock hour, we'll start really seeing the parade get going from where our vantage point is. As we're sitting here doing this, the reason why we've got a chance to to do another parade next year and maybe the year after that or wherever is because this staff has held together for the most part. You've got the best defensive coordinator in football. Maggie left for a little bit and came back. you got the best defensive coordinator in football who essentially is like another head coach. Andy lets him basically be the head coach of the defense. And then you got Andy Reid, who is not leaving anytime soon, despite what Mike Florio tried to push out 100 times over the last couple of years. You know you got number 15, who's 28 years old, and you're just going through this this staff in front office. It's going to have virtually the same pieces. They, they, they lost Brant Tillis to the Carolina Panthers, and a great opportunity for him. But that these are all reasons why you can have a dynasty. You have to have the key pieces stay there, and Steve Spagnuolo is absolutely one of these key pieces. So I'm thrilled uh, to see that an extension Same. is happening, and, and they've got a guy that has a very young defense to work with. There will be some new pieces next year. Chris Jones may not be here. I would yeah. like to think Legereus Need will be here. Well, we don't know for sure. But developing Dave Merritt, the quarterback coach, deserves a lot of credit here. Colin just signed an extension. Yeah. They're keeping the game Boy, together, they, yeah. Veach just, like, got in the locker room <laughs> while they were celebrating and, like, slid a piece of paper in front of Spags at that moment? How did they get it done in between this amount of time? It was, like, two seconds later, and they were already just getting – now, look, maybe they were already like, hey, Spags. I'm sure. You want to stick around after? As soon as this thing gets done, you want to sign a little piece of paper? We'll give you a signing bonus. You stick around here a little longer. We all got to keep this party going. You got to go in knowing you got more money in hand. 
out of that situation, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying that. Yeah, it's one of the great defenses over the last 30 years in football. We talked yesterday, and I know I actually saw we had a tweet from one of our, our good listeners that disagreed a little bit when we, when we said that it's the best Chiefs defense ever. He was and pointing out some Schottenheimer ones. Some Schottenheimer ones. And, look, I, the, the stats will tell you, though, this defense uh, have been better. And Modern it, NFL. It, and it's the modern NFL where everything is geared towards offense, and the rules – are geared for the offense to succeed. And yet, look what Steve Spagnuolo did Especially this particular year. And, yeah, going through Miami, one of the best offenses. Josh Allen, one of the better quarterbacks in this league. Lamar Jackson, the MVP of this season. And they shut all of them down. And then look what they did to an offense that had George Kittle, Chris McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. Held them to 19 points in four quarters. In overtime. 22 yeah, yeah, points yeah. for the entire yeah. game. I mean, they, they shut them down. They shut down every top offense. I already told you, from points per game, second, third, fourth, and sixth. From a DVOA, as in like the advanced metric that says how efficient you are at offense, first, second, fourth, and fifth. They shut down four of the top five offenses. This was the most difficult path to win a Super Bowl ever analytically. Look, you can argue the matchups, but although I would still make the argument that Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, on the road in the most hostile environment in Buffalo, beating Miami, a team that was into the final game, almost a division winner. That's about as good as an opponent you can face in the wild card round facing this year's regular season MVP and then following it up with the most talented roster in the NFL, that's a pretty good path. That's a pretty strong resume to winning the Super Bowl. And now, why we get to stand here on the parade route once again. And our parade coverage is brought to you by Gates Barbecue, Trailside RV Center of Grain Valley, High V, and Whisper ISP. Someone else, though, that I, I think deserves an Im- immense amount of respect. Can't wait to see him on the parade uh, route today. And, and that is Nick Allegretti. Yep. Nick Allegretti not only performed at a very high level in the AFC title game when Joe Tooney was out, then he plays in the Super Bowl, and this offensive line uh, really settled in after the first half as a unit. First half was a little rough as a, as a whole. It was. But we didn't know it at the time, but it came out yesterday that Nick Allegretti played in 79 snaps, okay, all of the snaps of the game. Didn't miss a single snap. He suffered a torn UCL in his oh. elbow in the second quarter. That's according to Tom Pelissero. MRI yesterday said it was a full tear, and – we know the story around Joe Tooney had been his toughness and playing through injury. Unfortunately, the pack injury was just a functionality problem. So Allegretti yeah, so has to didn't play. Have the strength. Then you're talking about the – I can't imagine the pain from a, a full tear in your elbow. And he didn't miss a single snap, man. And, and played, played at a better high, and better. And played at an extremely high level. So I think Nick Allegretti deserves all sorts of props. It was cool to see – some of his teammates on social media, Justin Reed and Mahomes, are the two that I noticed specifically uh, to give him some love. Uh, and he's an emotional guy. I kind of love that about I Nick know. He's he, a very, he lets it all out, man. He's, he's such a character because he's got that thick accent. It's thick. And then in addition <laughs> to that, he's like kind of a sweetheart of a guy. So you're like, big guy, thick accent, super sensitive dude. And you're like, no, nah, I like it. I like his whole vibe. It's great. Jason Kelsey's got kind of a similar vibe, right, without the accent where he's this big, soft, teddy bear kind of personality across the board. And I, 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 What a performance by him. And the offensive line in general. That's a good sack team. They've got elite pass rushers. He had a torn UCL in Nick Allegretti, and they still in the second half gave Patrick Mahomes enough time to actually make this thing work. Yeah, Allegretti, kudos. And you, t- you pointed out, I think it was yesterday, the Patrick Mahomes have been spending his time on social media anyway, slowly giving props to all the different, um, to like yeah, all Butker the different players that seemed like Connor. that they were like missed in there. And I, by the way, I had kind of missed how good of a postseason Shamari Connor had. Once all the stats got laid out for me, I'm like, oh, you know Shamari Connor played really well. And that even goes back to what we were just discussing with Spags, like a young defense. Shamari Connor is going to be a piece in the future based off of you know potential losses in other areas. Uh, you look at Brandon or, uh, uh, Brian Cook, who got hurt. Yeah. You know, forget about him. He was having a really nice season for, for them. So this defense, I don't know if they're going to be the number one defense again, all right, but they're going to be very, very good in, in the future because of Steve Spagnuolo. Some more details on that from Ian Rappaport. Uh, again, uh, Steve Spagnuolo signing a new contract with Kansas City. He was a free agent, according to Rap Sheet, heading into the offseason, played out the final year of his deal. Uh, there was urgency on Casey's part to get it done. And three days after the win, they did. That's just a little more context from Ian Rappaport. And, yeah, they should have had urgency. I mean, you can't, you got to make sure you lock up the best defensive coordinator in football when you have them. And, yeah, you mentioned how quickly other teams are sure calling. And I'm sure there was plenty of – clearly there was mutual interest if you're Steve Spagnuolo, to your point, Cody, about knowing you got this young defense, knowing you got the quarterback on the other end that can also make you look pretty good at times. And how many more rings can you get? And he's also – Steve Spagnuolo is not 40 years old. So why not end your career – 
why not end your career in, in one of the best spots you could be in? As Cody was trying to hold up his hands. Oh, so hands, hands up. So across Give me a the, pass. We're here on the parade route, of course, near 20th and Grand in front of Hotel Indigo. And across the barricades, there's a building, uh, I don't know, third floor or so. And Cody was hoping they were going to throw it to him. I don't know if they. I don't know if they got an arm, Cody. I don't think they got the arm to get it to you, the man. One guy right here. That's like ten feet. All he's got to do. Is e this is even further. This is even further away. I don't know, man. They're going to boo the hell out of you if you drop it. Just know you're going to get a, booed. Oh, what was that? Huh? That was a terrible throw, man. That's who was throwing that pass. That was not good. That that, that was bad. <laughs> that, that yeah, that was not good. Well, whatsoever. that person wasn't going to get it to me, but you know, somebody up on the rooftop. There's no so way good. you could throw it to the rooftop over there either. Uh, no. I don't think I try. I don't like think I'm about, about to act out Napoleon first Dynamite. Off, first off, there's just not enough space. You like, I'm not going to try to rock. There's not enough space to rocket fire one back. I don't know. There's just not enough space for that. All right, this, I mean, <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I kind of like about the parade, where you're just having fun waiting for people to slowly pass it back and forth, and the cheers that come out of the, we're all sitting around here trying to entertain ourselves, and we're being provided that opportunity. Oh, that kid got it up on the oh short came up just short of the roof, man. You're right. These You're are right. the these That's are the normal normal scenes from a parade. I can't wait to start seeing some of the aerial shots that will come out later on. Again, we are on 20th and Grant, so we we don't even have the view of the memorial and Union Station and the no. hill or anything like that. We'll start can't to wait see to see some that, that later. We're about 20 minutes away from the start of the parade, and it'll take some time before they work their way down Grand uh, to us. As I said, the staging area is a little further away this year. For I'm sure some. Logistical reason they decided to do the staging area. Done it not, a few times. You do river. it enough, you decide to they, mix you, it up a little. Perfect it, right? You yeah, perfect, perfect it. it. So they're not starting at the river market like they have in the past. All right, coming up next as we continue here live in front of Hotel Indigo on Championship Parade Day in Kansas City. We'll talk about Patrick Mahomes and what he was able to do with this wide receiver group and one misleading thing that other teams got to make sure they do not try to replicate. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here at Hotel Indigo. Right around 20th and Grand, Alex Gold, Cody Tappins, Cody and Gold. We got Drew producing the show back in Kansas City. I was laughing just because, again, people are playing catch with the football. This one kid was looking for, I don't know, 10 seconds to figure out where to throw the football and threw it right at this light on the side of the building. Just I'll say, keep just, your eyes up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Football's coming this way one way or the other. Yeah, no kidding. Head on a swivel. Absolutely. It's going to be a great day. Already is in Kansas City. We're about 15 minutes away from the parade starting further up on Grand, and uh, it's going to be 65 degrees later on today. It's already up to 50, so it's setting up to be beautiful here. In I already Kansas lost the jacket. I saw you already took it off. I'll probably, I'll probably be right behind you here very, very soon as uh, the sun and everything is starting to, uh, to shine. Uh, before we get back to the, the parade itself, which will start here, as I said, in, in 15 minutes or so, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I saw a stat that Seems pretty basic and, and simple, but it puts into perspective what Patrick Mahomes has, has during. done during this run, and specifically this year, why we're here for another parade. And, and that is the last four touchdowns in the Super Bowl that Patrick Mahomes threw the ball to, the individual players. So the last one we all know, McColl, MVS, 
They can go back to last year. Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. What was their combined yardage M- total this season? MVS McCole Hardman, Sky Moore, and Kadarius Tony are the last four touchdown passes in the Super Bowl for Patrick Mahomes. You notice I didn't mention Kelsey. No. I mentioned, you know, there wasn't, obviously Tyreek Hill wasn't on the team last year, but like, Juju. The, you know, the, no, no, no. MVS McCole, Sky, and Kadarius Tony. And then. You know, one national reporter took it a step further and, and tried to say, well, see, this is this is the case for why you don't have to surround your quarterback. Um, please try that. Please try that elsewhere because yeah, that's a terrible, terrible thought and process to go through. And I think that also still applies to the Chiefs. Now, Mahomes is different, clearly, but that should never be the, the model that you can just look at what the Chiefs did and didn't have – uh, a number one wide receiver, unless you want to count Kelsey as that, and say, oh, well, they, they want to ring with it. We don't have to have all these stud wide receivers. That's a terrible thought. And it's a bad thought, I still even think, for the Chiefs going forward. Yeah. Uh, Drew was just saying in my ear, 846 yards combined for those four players this year. They weren't even a 1,000-yard receiver Amazing. combined. Look, uh, it says that Mahomes can win it without talent and that he's better, you know, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers can suck an egg or whatever, right? Because he couldn't do it with bad wide receivers, and Mahomes did, essentially, right? He didn't have a single wide receiver at 1,000 yards. He still won a Super Bowl. That is only things like guys like Tom Brady do. But if you in the NFL, if your model is, let's follow the way the Chiefs do it, that's hilarious and going to go horribly, horribly wrong. The great news is for the Chiefs is, I think it gives them more flexibility next year about what Rasheed Rice is. Because Rasheed Rice could be a better receiver next year. I expect him to be a better receiver next year. And if that's the case, if Rasheed Rice really is, that football almost got you. Did it get you? Cody's wife, Emma, is here. That was close. Oh, you got to keep, again, like you said, you got to keep your eyes open. I had my, uh, I was crazy. looking at you. It's, I, I got crazy. pegged by a football. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it, that's a stupid idea. Now, I, I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to make this mistake. This is the best possible news. The Chiefs are back-to-back champions. And this season explo- exposed all their roster flaws. Like, you can't even just, like, sit around and think that that's the case. It exposed the roster flaws. So it's great. You're going to go out and find I, another wide receiver or two. I, I really believe we'll see, to a certain extent, the same type of uh, thought that they had after they lost a Super Bowl to Tampa, which we all oh, know yeah, was the offensive line. Problem. And they went and drafted pieces. They went and signed Orlando Brown Jr. And I still think... And we can talk more on what they should do this offseason, probably starting tomorrow, right? This is still a celebration of, of the Super Bowl today. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there's no reason to stress about the moves that they need to make today. That's not probably the day for it. But I, I do think, Cody, they, they will attack the wide receiver position in a similar fashion that they did after the O-line was exposed against Tampa back in, in what, 2020, 2021. So, yeah, uh, that, so that, to me, gives me some confidence. But if other teams want to try to look at this, and I, I don't think teams are dumb enough to, but if other teams want to look at this and say, see, we can get by with the rookie being our number one wide receiver. Oh, but you still have to have the Hall of Fame tight end. So, by the way, good luck good luck having that and, and, and make it through. Oh, and we need the number one defense. So, it's not a model that you it's can also, replicate. Yeah, it's also just like the Hall of Fame tight end thing. Someone that the, the national, right, I don't remember who it was now. I was probably saying that. Probably was thinking of regular season Kelsey and their ability GM, to do I think, it. actually, yeah. the Texans or yeah. something is what it Probably was. thinking because, oh, you know, look. Uh, look at what Kelsey was in the regular season. They still did it. Did you look at Travis Kelsey's postseason stats? He finished with another 350 yards and three scores. He was once again incredible. He averaged 80 yards a game and pretty much a touchdown a game. So, yeah, maybe don't fear it that way before. I don't even know what we're happy about. Everybody's cheering because someone from the other side of the street here on Grand threw it right into a window on the others, like directly uh, into, into the window that was opened up and someone caught it. So that's why. All right, that's a, pretty cool. But, hey, the crowd, it doesn't take – you don't have to do anything that's Just all that. Just wait until a bus comes by. You here don't have an to do anything player. all that impressive to get a loud cheer today. That's what's great. You can do something very minuscule, and people are going to cheer you. Everybody's in a great mood. It's like, parade day in KC. If you took off your headset and you did a really loud, how oh. about oh, yeah. those? Do you think you'd get a? You you think get, the, if you, you had some support, got to be loud. Area. Yeah, if you got some support, you got to be loud. That one's tougher because you need more. I think if you tried to start the tomahawk chop or something, that could build. You could get that going. Just doing. How about them Chiefs? Are those Chiefs? I, I, that might take a little more work. You might need more coordination. For How some people. about those? I bet you'd get a cheer. We might have to try it you later. We'll yell. see. We might have to try it later on today. We'll see. Okay. Look, loosen up. It's early. Keep keep your legs fresh. Now, because this parade starts earlier, it's going to feel kind of weird for us. Normally, you and I sit around for like two hours <laughs> talking about things about the Chiefs, talking about the things we're seeing at the parade, and then then they start showing up. 
Now they're chanting, get the ball? Is that what There's, I mean? You were asking for chance. The chant has started, not what you were expecting. Well, that wasn't the chant I was. People are asking him to get the ball. That's all, Cody. Cody's fascinated by this football throwing. I'm fascinated. I think you are, too. I was confused by the chant. <laughs> I wasn't totally sure what it said. I thought the game earlier where they were just trying to throw it up the balconies was better, but this one's pretty good, too. Uh -huh. How nice is it to live in this place today, huh? Oh, one of these lofts right yeah, on there. that happens to be your loft. It's going to be even nicer here in about four years. It might be a little more expensive, too. Yeah, I zillowed it. I looked up what they cost. For the tidy sum of $230,000, you, too, can have a two-bedroom, one-bath, 1,400-square-foot condo right here on Grand. I want to buy it now, Cody. I want to just go ahead and buy it now. What do you mean, before four, a stadium? four years. Ten blocks that way? When you're an uh, eight-minute walk, a five-minute walk uh, to uh, the next Royal Stadium, this is going to cost you a little bit more to live uh, at that condo across the street. Yeah, wouldn't probably. be a bad spot to be, man. I did like that the stadium. Um, I like that they part of their like apartment plan building is to put those high rises behind it, so you're still getting like the down, even though yes. it can't face yes. the already existing downtown buildings. Their plan and structure and shape would put a downtown scene yeah. behind it. Still, that was never really going to happen in the East Village no, location. It was going to kind of overlook nothing. Overlooking downtown is cool. Yes, and then, you know because of sight lines, there was still some limitation of what you can do. It's not going you know you're not going to have the same picturesque background as like Pittsburgh has, which is a gorgeous setting and backdrop where the downtown buildings feel right sure. on top of you. But they, you know we'll see how of an intimate setting they can make it with this particular ballpark. I do wonder if they can get AT and T to turn their logo into a baseball or something because it's getting you know instead of oh. having the the, the, the AT and T building right right behind. But if you're AT and T, like you, on you it? obviously would love your logo behind it. So I don't know, but yes, you're right. There's a little more of a uh, uh, downtown feel with the renderings of the Royals Park. And I will tell you guys, because of internet uh, connectivity down here, we all unfortunately don't have the text line pulled up. If there's any, so, if you're texting in, we're not ignoring you. We just don't have it pulled up today with where we're at on location. But I apologize. I'll check. I'll check later. You yeah, know? we'll check later. And if, if there's something that Drew thinks is worthy of bringing into the air, he can mention it. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. But we uh, we don't have access to the Jay Southland Toast Service text line today. As we were sitting out here. Um, I was reminded of a fantastic tweet I saw from Hunter Samuels. We'll give him the shout-out. That's who it was on Twitter. Who sent it out? Get used to this because since 2015, you might not realize, nobody is better on a per capita basis at hosting parades than Kansas City. Since 2015, there are three cities in the country who have hosted four parades, Kansas City being one of them. There are a couple of others that have three hosted ones, and they all have more professional sports teams than Kansas City. Kansas City only has two of the four major sports. The other ones have at least three, some have four, and the Kansas City and, and Kansas City itself is still tied for the lead at hosting four championship parades since 2015. It hasn't even been a decade, man. Once again, putting Kansas City in the same realm, if not better, than what people would consider the, the most famous and biggest cities. L.A., New York, in, in Miami. Kansas City, four, as you said, two pro teams. The San Francisco, four, three pro teams. Maybe you want to count San Jose, I don't know, and down in L.A. or something, or in, in San Francisco. But then Boston, four of them with four pro teams. Tampa, three parades. They got three pro teams, and we know L.A. has had three parades, but they have five professional teams. So you're right. Com considering the two pro teams, one of the smallest markets, to have these kind of championship celebrations to the point where – we all, I think, even not just on this show, but even fans that are just walking around, you're kind of used to how these parade days go. Now, today's a little extra special because the weather is working and out the so dynasty. nicely. And the dynasty aspect of it. But even here at Hotel Indigo, where we're broadcasting from their front patio right around 20th and Grand, even how they go through things. Go through things. Every, every operation's a little bit smoother today because we're used to doing this, and it's what we do in Kansas City now. We have these parades. We know how what it takes. We, the school districts know what's got to happen. All the transportation Everybody's aware of it. I took an Uber down here, uh, and the lady it's like that twenty was, bucks. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It cost twenty bucks from South LP to get dropped off a block away, and then walked right over here to Twentieth and Grand. It was very easy and smooth, and like everybody's kind of got it down and figure out how this this day works. No, it is kind of funny how used to it we are at this point, but it's also like I understand the Royals don't get much of the credit here, but you know the Chiefs have done seventy five percent of the work of the stat I just gave you. Okay? <laughs> right, right. I understand. But that is an incredibly short period of time for the growth of this city. Not just the airport stuff or the World Cup coming here eventually or maybe a new downtown ballpark or any of the other things. The transformation this city is probably going to show between 2015 and, let's say, 2030 mm -hmm. is tremendous. There will be at least four parades. We're already at that number. And there's still uh, plenty more years to get to 2036, right, to add more to that number. 
in that time, there would have been a new airport, a new downtown stadium, again, hypothetically. Then there would have been all these championship parades and Super Bowls and World Series. Like, you do kind of get used to the, the run of how this works. And just the momentum of the entire city and, and the pride that I think more than ever we all have in KC. You mentioned a couple of the big projects in the airport, but we also know the KC Current Stadium is going to open up the first women's oh, professional yeah, that's, stadium. Yeah, that's opening up. Sorry, uh, I shouldn't have forgotten that. Coming up in, in March, March 16th, I believe. I'm looking forward to, to going there uh, for the first time here in, in a little over a month. I guess it is at this point. The World Cup getting six quarterfinal ma- or six matches and a quarterfinal match, I should say, uh, which is massive that puts them also in the same conversation with i believe boston and a few other cities in terms of the amount of matches and having a quarterfinal one of the premier matches of a we think here in the u.s obviously the super bowl is the biggest event uh, in in the united states and it's one of the biggest in the world but the world World cup Cup. on a world global stage to have uh, kansas city spotlighted the way they are and so many people i mean we you know you travel around so many people not only you see wearing chiefs gear everywhere you go not just in kc but elsewhere but so many people know about Kansas City because of the success of our sports teams. And that's why you know, we talk all the time on a college level what it does for enrollment at colleges when your sure. college goes to a Final Four run and the next year you see a huge boost in enrollment. In a different way, but the same thing can happen from just having your sports teams have the success. Well, and then, heck, you added the Taylor Swift factor. And by the way, again, she's not going to be here today. She is in Australia. Uh, you add all that in, and, and Kansas City, it's a city that, People are talking about as much as any other city in the United States right now. Yeah, these are very easy days. We don't get, like, over to, overly sensitive on this show very often. Um, but these are easy days to be very proud of the city that you live in because of the support they show in these moments. I mean, it's nuts down here. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's six deep. There's Honestly, it's more than that. There's literally just enough room behind the fans to have a single-person walkway between single where file, we yeah. are in the sidewalk and where we are up against the gate. So it's single file coming through. You can see on the other side it's the exact same thing. Other than that, full up. We got we got single file lines on either side. And other than that, I hope you're going somewhere or you're standing put because that's it. And there aren't even buses down here yet. I saw someone earlier on Twitter be like, it was like 945. And they were like, oh, man, already looks really busy down there. I was trying to decide if I was going to come down. I was like, 945, sir. Yeah, you need to already be down here. You got to already be down here. You should have already made or not made that call. You got if you're coming down to the parade, Gold. I mean, we were having the conversation. I think you, the the initial time you had said to me once was like, "God, do we need to get down there like six thirty business?" People like not quite that early, but early. Like we got to get her early enough to actually experience and see and get a view of everything outside of it. And again, thanks to Hotel Indigo for giving us a spot to do it. Their bar is open. They got drinks and snacks inside. So if you're looking for a place to stop, we're at Twentieth and Grand. At Hotel Indigo. That's where we'll be broadcasting the rest of this time. But, yeah, if you're looking for a snack, they've got it. And our parade coverage is brought to you by Trailside RV Center of Grain Valley, Gates Barbecue, Hy-Vee, and Whisper ISP. Remember, we talked about Gates Barbecue yesterday. Our guy, Drew, we got we to get him out to Gates. Got to get him out to Gates. I think got to get yelled at walking someone, the door. Someone on the text line was correct. They're like, you yep. shouldn't have warned Drew. They're like, you shouldn't have warned Drew about the experience. You almost uh, wanted him to just walk in and not expect to get yelled at. And just yelled get yelled at. at? That's right, Drew. Well, because the first time you go there, Drew, you don't know that they're talking to you. You're like, I just walked in this door. How could they possibly be yelling at me? And then there's a short code to the ordering that you obviously don't know. It's a whole nother part of the equation. You know? We'll get him out there. We'll we'll get him out there very soon. We're about to take a video of him walking and try to order (laughs) the gates the first time. We are officially at the time where the parade is scheduled to start. So if everything is on time, and as you guys have been to these before, you know, usually they don't start right when they say, but ten forty five, we're past that now. So ideally that means things are starting to go get in to the parade route and, and move and get their uh, buses fired up to, to start moving towards 20th and Grand. But it could be, uh, I don't know, what What do you think, Cody? 20-plus minutes at least before uh, we start seeing some yeah, of the, double, right. the double-decker buses. We did see some of the staff members, all the full-time em- and employees that were on some school buses that came through a little bit earlier. I don't know. What did you think? 20-plus at least school buses? At least. I mean, it, was, it was a very I don't know. There's a lot of buses. Line. And that was full-time employees, you know, marketing department, whatever it may be, and, and their families that already took buses towards Union Station. They'll be set up there as that's kind of a holding point while they wait for the actual ceremony where Mitch Holtis uh, will be emceeing. And as Drew is telling us, uh, closer to the the, route, the, uh, the uh, starting point, I should say, for this parade, the staging area, they've started to load the buses. Their buses are loaded up. They just haven't started actually moving on the route, which is, you know, I don't know, what, a mile, at least a mile further up? Yeah, a little bit. And they drive kind of slow. 
I hope to see Leo Chanel climb a bus again. You think that's happening again? What What's some of the memories that stand out? Okay, I, from I, last one. So I mean, Leo let's Chanel. Go, let's, okay, we can start there if you want. I was gonna uh, we'll oh, start okay. there. Oh, you were gonna go. Way I was back? gonna go with the first one. We were, oh wow. Wait, gonna, Royals or Chiefs? Talking about the Royal. Talking about all these parades that we have had. Because okay. in 2015, it was 70 something degrees for that Royals parade, and we had in our lifetime that was our first parade we'd ever been to from a, a championship celebration. I and, still would argue that it was the busiest one that I've experienced so far. Although this one looks like it's going to rival it, I think it has a great chance to to do that. And this is only the second one. Uh, this is only the second one uh, that we have been on the parade route as we're taking a photo of a sign. We've got a, we've got a listener that has a sign. Bob will love this. It says, "We're living here in Brett Beach Town." Bob Fesco, go Chiefs. So shout out to our listeners here. Uh, and then you said somebody likes the song at least. Uh, so I'm sure you're you guys, the one. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys saw that uh, this morning or heard that, I should say, this morning as we've had some listeners stop by. It's always great to see you guys uh, here. But as I was saying, it's just on, on the parade route, this is only the second one we've done, whereas uh, last year we were at Closer Union Station back in 2015. Yeah. You and I were obviously working together, but I was near the stage for that one. I, I was at Union the, Station for that yeah, as well. I wasn't at the – uh, on, on Grand, so it's a little bit different experience. I also will never forget the the Miami one in 2020, where we were actually up a, co- a couple ha- of a, a a couple block. of block, uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of buildings down, honestly. and we were perched up there. It was freezing, and also that was the crazy scenario where someone broke through the barricade. Remember, oh, and there was the, the police crash. chase, yeah, and the they're very chase. fortunate that it would, the car did crash. And then it was early. And it was early and it didn't go into the barricades or anything. But that was one of the wilder things. We're standing up there like I think there's a car just driving through the parade. I'm like oh it must be an escort. Nope. There was It was it was a chase. It was also the single greatest photo I've ever personally taken where <laughs> Travis Kelsey uh, was drinking a beer from Patrick Mahomes that appeared to be directly down um, the throat from what? Like I don't know like the entire double-decker bus? Then la- last year, the two that stand out from a player perspective were Chanel and, and Watson needing a wheelchair, wheelchair to get out of <laughs> He was so drunk. Patrick Mahomes asked him last night on Twitter, he's like, you going to be okay this time, bro? I'm guessing like, he's going to take you're gonna it. You're going to make it? I'm guessing he's going to take it a little easier. He can't go. You can't go wheelchair back-to-back from a uh, – Back-to-back. Dr- back-to-back championships. <laughs> back-to-back wheelchairs. I, I, I think there will be plenty. I saw it. Mark Quez Valdez Scantling, his tweet. You see his tweet last night? No, really? what so he, he says, I don't – I'm paraphrasing. He said he doesn't drink. And he said, but I need to take care of my guys. Is there a liquor store I can run through that has some alcohol? Which was funny because as if the liquor store wouldn't have alcohol. But anyway, so. Yes. Uh, or that these buses won't already be relatively But it sounds like he's trying that. to load up. He wants uh, to make the, sure. He's going to pick up some Louis. It, it, it sounds like he's going to try to load up the, uh, the the buses and help his teammates out uh, with some alcohol. Uh, so there will be there'll be plenty of, uh, I think, beverages consumed throughout the parade this route. This is the weather, by the way. Tremendous. I can't believe we got this good of a weather. That's why the turnout's going to match. The previous two Chiefs parades were cold. And look, Kansas City still showed up. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. Can, but The aerial can. shot of Union Station. So, because, by the way, you can put in a four grid all of a sudden of Union Station aerial shots by the time this one's done. And if anyone it's, sent that, send me a tweet, send me a photo, at me and something. If I can get any kind of Internet access, I'd love to see what Union Station already looks like. Then imagine what it'll look like a couple of hours from now as the Chiefs players and Mitch Holtis will take the stage, start talking to this crowd again. Yeah, this was the this was MVS just tweeted again. So last night the, the tweet was, I don't drink, but the guys are going to need some liquor for the bus. Like, I need the bottles for the parade. Any liquor stores I can come through to get bottles. That was his tweet. Then 20 minutes ago he responded and said, found liquor, and someone stole it before we loaded the bus. So that's cool. Oh, damn. Wait, someone on the team? I, I don't know. This is his official Twitter account. Oh, said, man. found the liquor. Someone stole it before we loaded the bus, so that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if that Dang. means just a teammate loaded a different bus or like, literally somebody actually stole some of the uh, – tell me somebody didn't actually steal the alcohol from the Well, team. someone's got an extra handle uh-huh. um, with them. You might want to hit FMVS on the parade that's route. Right. You got an extra handle of something. You're coming down. You're listening on the Odyssey app as we speak right now. Like what? Well, you might want to help out your boy MVS. He had a tremendous postseason. Um, he had several big moments in the postseason, of all things. A player who did not have a, a loud regular season. Help him out. I haven't seen any MVS jerseys. The weirdest ones I've seen so far are two Canarius Tonys, you said? Uh, that's probably it. I've seen a lot of Derek Thomas jerseys. A lot of Kelsey Mahomes, Creed Humphrey, Chris Jones, yeah, Nick Bolton. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, or it's a Jamal Charles. I, I can't. I can't. It is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I can see the last couple okay. of letters. Yeah. And it's quite long on the back, so that would be the case. And this is either Derek Johnson or Carl Loftus. Based on age, I'm going to guess Derek Johnson. 
We gotta have a contest, you and I. It's the Karloftis code. Who can take? Oh, oh, my apology. Guy must have. Been Nothing will beat the photo I saw from one of our friends over at Forty One. <laughs> oh my God! Are you talking about so, that photo of that guy's back tattoo? Uh-huh. So let me pull it back up here, and so I can get the the proper description. So there was a photo that was taken of a fan, and he's got a hoodie on, and the back is cut out, and above it it says "Champ Stamp." Okay, and the <laughs> tattoo, which is visible from the back, is of uh. Mahomes with I think like a fake autograph, and it says "Champ Stamp," and it's a Mahomes colored in and everything tattoo. That's the tattoo that you should have got, Cody. That one Champ right stamp? Well, it didn't have to be a champ stamp, but it, it could have been something very similar, you know? Think about that. If you would have had that today, you just you could have done the show standing away shirtless. from the parade shirtless. And you would, so you that would everybody have, could see my tattoo? Yep, you would have been great. Uh-huh. You would well, have, that you, wasn't going to happen. You and Usher could be shirtless, you know? It would be the same thing. Again, different. As my wife had pointed out earlier, I have heard songs from only these three artists. Today. Tech Nine, Taylor Swift, and Usher. Makes sense. I have not heard a single other artist this entire. No, look, it's good with me. I was just pointing out the three Red Kingdoms played multiple times, <laughs> multiple Taylor Swift songs, and then obviously you know Usher, who did the halftime show, made the made the list as well. So a great list as it stands so far. We are broadcasting live from 20th and Grand at Hotel Indigo. One hour into the show, the parade about to get underway. It's already scheduled or past its scheduled start time. We'll let you know as they start to work their way closer to us. We'll continue to bring you the sights and uh, sounds the best way we can here on 610 Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, we will talk a little bit more about Patrick Mahomes himself and in particular what he's been able to accomplish in every other quarterback in the league, what they haven't been able to do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.